Verse number 9. The coming into being of this world happened not in gradual steps as from the sun, instantaneously from the self, owing to its own willful perception, was its emergence, just as it appears on waking up from sleep. Given that the world was created by God, a question arises from this notion, how did God create the world? Was it a gradual creation or was it an instantaneous one? The emergence and growth of all physical phenomena in nature, as we see it, is a gradual one, and each stage of its evolution is visible. God being a mystical reality could perhaps be an exception to this rule. There already exists a creation theory acceptable to modern physics. According to it, parts of the sun, when molten, splintered away and began to revolve around it forming its planets, the earth being one of them. The chemical permutations and combinations going on ceaselessly in it resulted in the emergence of particles capable of giving rise to life. These particles, evolving further constantly for millions of years, caused the coming into being of objects, brains, that can reflect or emit consciousness. Further evolved, the same process gave rise to brains, human brains, that can even reflect on the function of the very same consciousness. Yet the concept that consciousness is an after-effect of material evolution is not a finally established truth. It remains a mere hypothesis. The process of sense perception, according to this hypothesis, is as follows. Contact with an object stimulates the concerned sense organ. The stimulation gets transformed as electrical waves which travel through the nervous system, reaching the brain and cause certain chemical changes in its neurons. And the emergence of consciousness is the end result of these chemical changes. In short, sense perception, according to the stand, is the event of the world existing unquestionably outside, getting reflected in the interior brain. New hypotheses questioning this theory have also emerged among scientists. One of them is the San Diego theory, which claims cognition then is not a representation of an independently existing world, but rather a continual bringing forth of a world through the process of living. This San Diego theory comes very close to the instantaneous creation theory, Yugapat Srishti Vada, the Guru supports in this verse. According to both, the world and consciousness emerge together. Creation theories could generally be classified into the gradual creation theory, Krama Srishti Vada, and the instantaneous creation theory, Yugapat Srishti Vada. The former is the stand as in the case with modern science, that creation took place step by step through evolution. Yugapat Srishtivada, on the other hand, holds that creation took place instantaneously. Yugapat means simultaneous. This is often compared to one's feeling upon waking up from sleep that the world emerges altogether, all at once. The world, as far as a man asleep is concerned, is non-existent. How did the world, so far non-existent, emerge to view? 
It emerged instantaneously along with one's waking up. Likewise, the ideation or willing of God or Atman results in the instantaneous appearance of the world. In itself, such is the essential content of the theory known as Yugapat Srishtivada, popular with the Shankara school of Vedanta. There are also evolution theories which are meaningful in limited fields of study. For example, the Darwinian theory of evolution is pertinent to biology. The modern science of genetics was unknown when Darwin conceived the idea of evolution, the former's inception being from the time of Mendel only. The evolution theory has evolved to accommodate into it the ideas of genetics. The new brand of evolution theory is known as Neo-Darwinism, which now continues to be the sturdy basis for biological research, in spite of the fact that it remains an idea yet to be proved scientifically. Darwinian evolution and Neo-Darwinianism are all meaningful only within the limited domain of biology. The overall evolution or the gradual change that takes place in the cosmos beginninglessly and endlessly does not come within the purview of these theories. On the other hand, the evolution and gradual creation we are concerned with here is all-inclusive. It does not exclude from its scope anything or any field of inquiry, organic or inorganic, mental or physical, subtle or gross. We are concerned with the creation of the entire cosmos from which mind is not excluded. Some Upanishads describe the creation with a picture that resembles evolution. For example, according to the Taittiriya Upanishad, in the beginning there was Atma alone existing. From Atma emerged pure space, Akasha. From space, air, Vayu. From air, fire, Agni. From fire, water, up. From water, earth, Prithvi. From earth, vegetation, Aushadhi. From vegetation, food, Annam. From food, semen, Retas. And from semen, human, Purusha. Taitri Upanishad 2.1.2. A different picture of creation is portrayed in the Aitreya Upanishad as follows. The self verily was all this, one only, in the beginning. Nothing else whatsoever winked. He thought, let me now create the worlds. He created these worlds, water, light rays, death and waters. This water is above the heaven. The heaven is its support. The light rays are the atmosphere. Death is earth. What are beneath, they are the waters. He thought, here then are the worlds. Let me now create the guardians of the worlds. From the waters themselves, he drew forth the person and gave him a shape. He brooded over him, of him who has thus been brooded over. The mouth was separated out like an egg. From the mouth speech, from speech fire. The nostrils were separated out from the nostrils breath, from breath air. The eyes were separated out from the eye sight, from sight the sun. The ears were separated out from the ears hearing and from hearing the quarters of space. The skin was separated out from the skin the hairs, from the hairs plants and trees. The heart was separated out from the heart the mind and from the mind the moon. The navel was separated out from the navel the outbreath, from the outbreath death. The generative organ was separated out from its semen, from semen, water.
Who created the world? How was it created? Where and how did it exist before creation? What was the impelling force behind creation? Given that the will of the Creator was the cause of creation, then how are the mind of the Creator and the world related? All these questions arise when we agree that the world as we see it exists, as it is assumed in the present chapter. It was also clarified that the world is perceived as world only when self-knowledge is in a fully shrunken state. Such a state of ignorance renders life full of fears, accompanied by a sense of evil. If such a world is thought of as having emerged as the result of a creation process, then that creation has to be instantaneous. The point cleared in the present verse. Now the chapter ends by pointing out in the next verse that nothing really exists apart from the transcendental and causal substance. This verse clears the path to the next chapter.